Hey, put down your cards and your backgammon boards. Sports Central on the radio. Sports Central brought to you by Harry's Seafood Bar and Grill. Your host this afternoon is Ryan Buckley. Thank you so much, Eric. Per usual, great job on the music intro. Welcome to Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan Buckley here with Marky Mark McCollum. And welcome back to the studio, Jenna Kidd. Good welcome to have back. you back. Feeling better? I am. I'm feeling a lot better, and I love the warm welcome. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. You were missed. Aww. Very much missed. We had a very successful Orange Cup regatta this past weekend over at Lake Hollingsworth. It Congrats was... to you. Great job the entire weekend. Whole team. Shout out to not just... Um, the staff over at Polk County Tourism and Sports Marketing, the city of Lakeland, doing yeah. a great job making sure that event runs smooth. Gene Engel and his team with the American Powerboat Association and Region 5. Guys, a world record was broken. Ooh. How cool is that? World record broken right on the Lake of Records, Lake Hollingsworth, by four seconds. Wow. Oh, that's a lot. So it was a fairly, yeah, it wasn't really close. You know what they have to do, just as a little tidbit of information here? They have to go out the following day. So, excuse me. This was on this is actually on Saturday, so they had to go yeah, out on first Monday. Day so two days later, and they have to recertify recertify the course, uh, the water, and ensure I don't know what happened there, and ensure that the course is to measurement for the world record, um, and then the boat has to be totally taken apart. They have to look at the engine to make sure it qualified in the class it was running in, and I believe that was done back in Michigan. Um, so oh, pretty wow. crazy stuff there. Yeah. So is it official now? It is official. Yes. Awesome. Yep. So we're good. We have a world record broken at the 83rd annual Orange Cup Regatta um, and looking to have the 84th back in Lakeland third week of October. So be on the lookout for news there. Boy, is next year, late in the year, going to be busy. Oh, very, with, very. We have World Shoot coming in, the IWWF World Water Ski Show Tournament and Orange Cup Regatta. Wow. What a line. Oh, man. All in a October? Lot going on. Yeah, clear your schedule. You're not yeah. going to have weekends. It's, it's cleared. Not going to have weekends. It's actually weekends. really full. <laughs> it is really <laughs> full. Yeah. Speaking of full, we have a very full show for you today as well. A Great lot segue. that happened. That was a really good segue. Great <laughs> segue. Amazing. Um, let's start with college football because it was kind of a crazy week. Um, Georgia playing Kentucky. Yeah. Battle of undefeateds in the SEC. Kentucky obviously starting off the year fairly well. Mark, why don't you tell us about what happened there? Yeah, once again, Georgia kind of handled a top opponent. Everyone kind of expecting maybe a close matchup this week, but they beat Kentucky 30-13, to uh, improving to 7-0 in the season. And then Jenna, probably in the really, I mean, I would say upset of the season at this point, uh, considering the traction Iowa was having. What happened mm-hmm. in that game? Yeah, so number two, Iowa suffered its first loss of the season to Purdue with a score of 24-7. to At home. At, yeah, at home yeah. for Iowa. So that is a I really tough couldn't loss. couldn't believe that, that, no. that final score. That yeah. is a tough, tough, especially after the Penn State game. Mm-hmm. A lot of momentum. You yeah, it'd be a trap expect. game for Iowa coming off that emotional high. That's mm-hmm. just really, really unfortunate. Um, speaking of teams that recently lost, Alabama bouncing back uh, from the loss to A&M the previous week. They went ahead and took care of Mississippi State 49-9. Really close game there. In a different top 25 matchup. Oklahoma State beating Texas 32-24. to Some implications there, potentially. Oklahoma coming in as the 12th seed. There's going to be some movement here in the top 10. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how that Yeah, they're always in a position to fight for that playoff spot. Yep, and uh, unfortunately a team that is just finding a way to get out of the top 25, Jenna, the Florida Gators. <laughs> yeah, so the number 20 Florida lost to LSU 49-42. to um, Running back Tyreon Davis-Price 
carried the ball 36 times for 287 yards and three scores. And, you know, crazy enough, probably not even the big story from that game, uh, Coach Ed Orgeron announced, or LSU rather, announcing that Coach Ed Orgeron will not be back for LSU for the 2022 yeah. season. I was very surprised when I saw that pop Came Kind of came out of nowhere, but I yeah. guess it had been in talks prior yeah, to the Yeah, I mean, game. they struggled ever since their championship season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yep. Uh, Mark, give us a look ahead to this upcoming weekend. What do we have? Yeah, not as busy of a week, top 25-wise. Uh, a couple of top 25 teams take on military academies. As number twenty, as number two, Cincinnati takes on Navy. And number 16, Wake Forest plays Army. Those are always kind of tricky games for some top teams playing uh, different style of football. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Also, the Purdue game will be good. Obviously, coming off the defeat of Iowa, so Purdue playing Wisconsin. Yeah, see if their momentum can, can continue. And then Ole Miss going to face LSU. LSU obviously coming off a very big win against Florida. Wrap that up with Miami trying to upset NC State at home. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Mark, your alma mater, I'm going to have Jenna talk about. Jenna, talk about Southeastern (laughs) University. Um, So Southeastern um, football team rallied to upset number six Kaiser on the road on Saturday afternoon. The fire came back from a 14-point deficit and scored 10 points in the fourth quarter to win 20-17. So that was wow. a pretty close game, obviously, back and Yeah, forth. I was kind of shocked to see that final uh, pop up the next day. Was yeah. not expecting that. Really? Really, yeah. You didn't have a lot of faith in your alma mater on this I one? mean, Southeastern, <laughs> they've kind of been down this season um, compared to seasons past. Mm-hmm. And to go on the road against a top-six team in the NAIA and come out with a win was uh, pretty surprising. You know, we had Coach Rivas on, on uh, Sports Central on TV, yeah. on PGTV. And I remember him saying, you know, really the big focus for this team this year is just go game by game. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. look too far ahead. Go game by game approach every Sunday. You know, it's a different game and just try and go 1-0 and on that Sunday. So yeah. obviously the mentality paying off in that regard. Right. Yeah, and then so this upcoming weekend they will host Warner for their homecoming game. So, Ooh, homecoming Mark, game. Better be there. Homecoming game. I think I will be there. Hey. Yeah. Make an appearance. There you go. Oh, I'm alumni. I can go. Good Perfect. for you. You can wear like the Southeastern alumni shirt and be all prepared. Yeah. Maybe the mascot. Perfect. No, I'm an alumni. I don't do that anymore. Oh, I see. Yeah. You don't oh. do that anymore. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's let's go over to high school football. Talk a little bit about Mark uh, Lakeland Christian. Yeah, they cruised Friday, scoring on its first six possessions against Frostproof. Uh, they eventually won 41 to nothing. Uh, between a battle between the number one and number four teams uh, in Class 3A Region 2, running back Raylan Smith rushed for 135 yards on 14 carries. Uh, LCS takes on Calvary Christian this week while Frostproof visits Mulberry. Uh, Jenna, let's stick with high school football. Talk a little bit about Lakeland. How did Lakeland do against George Jenkins? They did amazing. So Lakeland, <laughs> Lakeland went ahead. All right, right moving on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. But Lakeland beat um, George Jenkins 49-0. to um, So Lakeland jumped to a 28-point lead in the first quarter and never looked back. Uh, Zari Davis started things off with a one-yard touchdown run. Nasir Bowers returned a punt 40, or for 54 yards to make it 14-10. to 10. Tyler Williams later returned a punt 47 yards for a touchdown for the final points of the quarter. So a lot of um, a lot of uh, great uh, plays by the special teams. They had two punt return touchdowns mm-hmm. in the first quarter yeah. by two different players. Mm-hmm. That's I, don't crazy. Know, I don't know if I've ever heard that before. Yeah, that's special, crazy. special teams is on fire. That's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, and then let's let's look at one final game. Mark, talk about this was a close one this week. Talk about the Haines City game. Yeah, nail biter. Uh, Haines City didn't didn't let up in their homecoming game against uh, Poinciana, winning seventy to six. So fans were on the edge of their seat that, uh-huh. that entire game. Or they left their seat. One of the two. <laughs> yeah. your left. We don't uh, know. <laughs> Henry Tolliver scored three times, and Keyshawn Tyler added a couple touchdowns as the Hornets rolled to leave the home crowd 
at Joe Stinger Stadium. Happy. Excellent. Well, good good note to end on for high school football. Listen, we've mentioned this a lot of times on the <laughs> a lot of times on the program. In our in Polk County, the variety of talent is spread not just amongst high school football, but just through a variety of different disciplines. And I think what we've seen, and Mark, you've done a great job at this. So our friends at the Ledger really do a great job of covering all the different sports that take place within the county. And we want to make sure that we highlight all those different athletes and talent that reside within the county. Jenna, why don't you talk a little bit about volleyball, the 2021 district championships? Yep. So Winter Haven, who is currently 18 and five, and Lakeland, who is 18 and six, enter the District 11 tournament as co-favorites. Um, the teams, um, the two teams will split their two meetings this season with a team ranked two and three in the region. Both will advance without winning the district title. Okay, and then uh, Mark, shift over to you. Closer to our office. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was waiting for more there. Uh, where Auburndale at 13 and 8 is ranked number six in the region and would be a top four seed in regionals if it wins the District 8 title. Awesome. And then uh, the last two schools. So McKeel, 18 5, is a playoff lock after District since they're the number three team in the region. Davenport seeded number eight in the district on the verge of being the Broncos' first playoff team if they make a run in district tournament. So best of luck to Davenport. Yeah. Lakeland Christrick will. Wow, Lakeland Christian <laughs> will need to win their district. I was trying. Eric gave me the two-minute sign. I was trying to You're condense everything. Fast. So You're going too fast. Lakeland Christian in their district. Lakeland Christian will need to win their district nine. Now I'm at one minute. I really got to condense. Lakeland <laughs> Christian will need help to win their district nine tournament if they want to advance to regionals. Victory Christian has a playoff lock since they are ranked number three in the region. Phew. That was a lot to get through in a short Playoff volleyball. Time, we did it. Playoff volleyball. It's coming. Yeah. It's when, here. It's, it's already here. Yes, it's already here. Uh, when we come back from the break, we are going to give you another snippet from the Poke Experience podcast talking about Cabana Club and their new affiliation with Camp Margaritaville. Great partners they are. Don't go away. We'll have more sports talk here on Sports Central and Talk Radio 96.7. Hey, but right now we're heading back into Sports Central. Sports Central is brought to you by the Cabana Club Resort. We are talking sports with Jenna and Ryan and Mark. Thank you so much, Eric. Eric, it's weird that you turned the song on, shut the lights off in your part of the studio and had a disco ball drop. I did not expect that to happen. New feature, new feature here in the studio. (laughs) You know how it is. (laughs) Well, welcome back to Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan, Mark, and Jenna. Um, Very excited with the Poke Experience podcast, guys. It's... Continually new content from Jack Cormier and Kevin Smith on our team. They have so many good, good interviews with really top caliber guests ranging from USA Softball. They talked with Gene Engel from Orange Cup. Well, most recently, they had the chance to sit down with Cabana Club. Cabana Club Resort, right by our office in Auburndale. We could practically walk there. Mm. We, I mean, we can walk we there. We could. We could. We could, literally, we could literally walk there. Or we could yeah. drive. We could drive. Save, yeah, yeah. air conditioning, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is typically what we do. Um, <laughs> and let me tell you what. They are expanding. They're doing a lot of good stuff. And we work with them on a lot of different events that come into market, particularly at Lake Myrtle. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do a great job in providing such a great accommodation and space for us. Some of you may know. Some of you may not know. They recently affiliated with um, Club Margaritaville. Camp Margaritaville, excuse me. Camp Margaritaville. So to be a Margaritaville spinoff, um, and that affiliation is going to do wonders for the Polk County community. And Jack had a chance to sit down with Alexa. What? Are you, what's? Why are you guys laughing at me? What's happening? 
No, I'm not laughing at you. You're laughing as you said that. <laughs> no. We're just going to keep powering through. We got power through. They had a chance to sit down with Alexa Russo, their director of marketing, talk more about the changes at Cabana Club. Here's a quick snippet from Jack and Alexa talking about the affiliation with Camp Margaritaville. So tell us about Margaritaville. Yes. How, how, so how excited are you about that? We're very excited to become Camp Margaritaville in early 2022 as a lot of people say they already feel like they're at Margaritaville, so it felt like a perfect um, partnership and uh, collaboration with them. So, um, yeah, we'll be rebranded as Camp Margaritaville RV Resort and Cabana Cabins in January is the, is the goal. This was a blueberry farm. I've only known it as a blueberry it farm. It was actually Polk Nursery. So it's always been agriculture on this property until we created the RV resort. So quite a bit of, of work and, uh, and, a, and a leap of faith and, yes. and it has paid off with Margaritaville. Yeah, absolutely. I think for, you know, our guests coming in, but also for our local town and community, I think it's really become something super special for sure. And just around the corner from Lake Myrtle. Yes. So you've got all the sports that go on there, the nine baseball fields and 11 soccer fields. And so right around the corner from Lake Myrtle, next door to the, the, uh, to the park, mm -hmm. to the water ski park or, yep. or a cable park rather. Yeah. Soon to be a ski lake on the other side. Yes. So really in the middle and not only, you know, in the heart of Florida between Tampa and Orlando, but in the middle of a lot of things to do right here. Yeah, absolutely. And we have seen a huge amount of the um, sports participants and their families come here. Another thing that we get a ton of feedback on is being so close to the trail. We have a lot of people who bring their bikes um, or just want to go for a nice walk. So the, the Tico Trail, which is, gosh, a quarter of a mile from our front gates, yeah. um, is definitely, if people want more of the outdoor adventure, it's a great place for them as well. And I think, right, if they, they can, I think they can even get to the Van Fleet from Tico. Yes, they can. So they yep. connect, so yep. they can get up there and. Yeah, so total it's 29 miles um, between the two trails. Yeah, I don't even like to drive 29 miles. <laughs> Same. Let alone, let alone bike, I can, they can. Uh, yeah, yeah, but some people, they want, you know, this is more, you could say glamping. It's, mm -hmm. it's not your typical camping experience, but some people still do want to do those outdoor adventure type things. So I feel like it's a great fit for the people who do want that. And I see you added a dock down on Lake Myrtle. So is there a plans down there? So or? we are going to have down by the lake, we're going to have a serenity pool. Okay. Um, so it'll be a little bit more relaxation style pool instead of the with the slide and the splash pad. So um, we're thinking some of the adults are gonna prefer that you know, atmosphere. It'll also have an, another bar down there. And we are working on um, a boardwalk and then we'll have a fishing pier from that where people can fish. We're in the works of maybe getting things like kayaks or paddle boards as well. So still lots, you know, under, I guess in the works, but we're Great. excited. We think it'll be a huge hit to be, you know, able to utilize Lake Myrtle. Um, our guests already go and spend the day at Elite Cable Park and love it. So we think if we can add some more amenities straight from our property, that would be awesome. Yeah, so really exciting stuff happening right in Polk County uh, and at the Cabana Club Resort. And like we mentioned, great partners for us. 
a lot of events that come into Lake Myrtle that are going to have just a great amenity right down the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, right on, right off of Berkeley, um, off of Denton rather, but off of Berkeley for all intents and purposes. Um, and then, in a, you okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, in addition to that, uh, a lot of FYSA events that are coming up and other events that we can talk about in segment four that'll showcase the amount of events that the team is bringing in. Um, this is kind of breaking news in terms of Camp Margaritaville having that affiliation. Some people might not know that. When we get into the next segment, I'm going to give you about a one-minute preview of what's going to come up. We are going to talk about Major League Baseball playoffs. I'll give you a two-minute preview of what's coming up. We're going to do Major League <laughs> Baseball playoffs. We're going to talk about the NLCS, the ALCS, all the updates going on there. Hockey. At- Atlanta and Houston. I'm getting there. Atlanta and Houston. I'm already there. <laughs> Atlanta and the Dodgers, Houston and the Red Sox. Uh, we'll obviously give you the NFL update. We'll try and gloss through that as quick as possible, considering the Tampa game last week and who they played. NBA season tip back off um, past two days. Last night's games, uh, Magic did play, and they have the home opener tomorrow against the New York Knicks. We'll talk about that. Your New York Knicks. My New York Knicks. And they uh, got to be careful. I worked for the Magic, so... Kind yeah, of what are you gonna one. do? You just got that jacket too. I have to split the, uh, the you know the jersey and half. It's Orlando, but it's actually Nick's colors. It is. Yeah. So ah, thank you, Perfect. Mark. That's right. I did the special edition. Worlds. Yep. <laughs> and then on the NHL side, um, talk about the Lightning and Panthers back in play, playing each other most recently. So when we come back, get ready for the national sports update. We'll dive into each one of those topics, and we will definitely be talking about Ben Simmons, the saga of all sagas right now in the NBA. Don't go anywhere. When we come back. All those professional sports updates in one location. You know where that is, Mark? Right here on Sports Central. On Talk Radio 96.7. All right, let's do it. Getting back and talk some more sports on Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by Lake Myrtle Dental. Crank it up. Your host is Ryan Buckley. Welcome back. Welcome back to Sports Central. Have the... Uh, Jenna doing the air drums, Mark doing the air guitar, Eric controlling the actual sounds. This is Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. I was in a rhythm there. Yeah. I was no, you guys actually synchronized very well yeah. on that, and that was not planned Thank you. at all. That was didn't very practice, good. Didn't practice. Nope. No, I can mm-hmm. verify it was not practiced. Wow. <laughs> I can verify. No, it was very good. I'm just saying I can verify that it was not rehearsed. One scene can't be unseen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, well played, oh, we just Eric. scarred Eric. <laughs> All right, guys, let's jump in. I I think we mentioned we were going to talk about pro sports. There is a lot to talk about because guess what, guys? NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, they're all happening What a time. What a time time to to be be alive. alive. Wow. Did you guys practice that? No. Nope, not practice at all. Kind of. Yes. Potentially. (laughs) Potentially once. (laughs) Now, let's start with uh, MLB playoffs. That's... Um, we're getting down to World Series time, basically. Yeah. We are the clock is going to strike midnight here very soon on two teams. Mark, give us the update on the American League side. Yeah, so the Boston Red Sox and the Houston Astros are locked in a battle in the American League Championship Series as the series heads back to Houston for Game Six uh, tomorrow. Houston won the pivotal Game Five, nine to one yesterday. These scores in this series have always been either one way or the other. Well, Someone, crazy, someone's right? getting blown out. Boston, Boston had three grand slams in two games. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it has. They've been absolute blowouts. I think they set a record for the most grand slams in a postseason. Yep. But you know what's crazy about the 9-1 game is it was actually close up to the 8th and ninth inning. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it really wasn't—9-1 looks bad, but it really wasn't a 9-1 game until you got to the latter innings. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, it a, wasn't, fair, that's a fair it sentiment. Wasn't, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, on the NL side, I guess we'll shift away from that comment. On the NL side, that game's tonight, Jenna. That game, uh, game five, rather, where the Braves can close out the Dodgers in what I thought would be more of a Dodgers series. I know, it's, yeah, it's pretty surprising so far. Um, what happens uh, the other night in that game to get us to a 3-1 series? Um, the Atlanta Braves have taken a commanding 3-1 series lead after last night's 9-2 win over the LA Dodgers. They'll look to clinch their spot in the World Series tonight in Los Angeles. The Dodgers win. Game 6 will be back in Atlanta on Saturday. How about Rosario for the Braves? Uh, 10 hits, 2 home runs, 6 ribbies so far in those 4 games. He has been electric This is Atlanta's first one in the series where it wasn't a walk-off. Those first two wins That's right. coming in the last at-bat at home That's in That's exactly Atlanta. right. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. And even actually, if you think about the Dodgers only win in the series, uh, it took, was it a, I believe, a Cody Bellinger home run yeah. to get them there and to get yep. them up. So that game, another 8th, ninth inning win uh, for the Dodgers in that one. So... Very good series um, for a 3-1 series. Been very close. Yeah. Um, all right, let's shift you want, over. You want to take this one? Um, yep, we can do this one real quick. So in the NFL, uh, the Bucks played the Eagles on Thursday night football. Uh, Tom Brady once again working with the referees spectacularly for this one. <laughs> wow. A late taunting penalty wow. where there was no taunt that happened. Allows the Bucks to have a 28-22 win. He carved up a very subpar and that's being very nice. Eagles secondary, 34-42 passing for 297 yards, one touchdown. I will note one interception as well. Should have been two, but who's counting? They host the Chicago Bears this Sunday, 4.25 p.m. back at home. Listen, uh, props to your Eagles for coming back in that game. Don't don't start this. Don't start this. All right, we can, we can move don't on. Don't start this. Go Eagle, Justin Fields. Eagles play. That's right, Justin Fields against Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Eagles will play the Las Vegas Raiders and the 425 slot as well. Uh, Buccaneers again hosting the Bears at home. Guys, you're not going to believe it. Sound the alarms. I watched it. You watched it. Mm -hmm. You know where this is going, right? Go ahead, Jenna. It's all you. (laughs) So the Jags won their first game of the season. Yeah, I was I was saying that you know that the the kicker it's probably going to be the highest kicker jersey revenue ever made. (laughs) You guys are going to love him. Um, <laughs> so the Jags, like I said, they did get their first victory of the season this Sunday um, in London as they beat the Miami Dolphins 23-20. to Trevor Lawrence was 25 for 41 for 319 yards and one touchdown. Marvin Jones caught seven passes for 100 yards and one touchdown. They have a bye this week before traveling to Seattle next week. And unfortunately, in that game, it meant another Florida team had to yeah. lose. Yeah. Uh, oh, so... yeah, I guess I didn't think about that. Uh, no, 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 no. Listen, we were overcome with emotion at the we first were. win of Trevor Lawrence. Dolphins Lawrence's already got a win this season. Mm-hmm. Jags were in a tough spot. And now they might get Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. big news there. Yeah. They expect within the next two yeah, weeks. Yeah, way to break some news there. Jack. Potentially oh. Tua on the way out. Yeah. So a lot to come in that department. Mm. Mark, real quick, how did uh, who is Miami playing next week? They host the Atlanta Falcons this week. Uh Looking for their second one of the season. Awesome. Yeah. All right, let's shift over to the NBA. There's a lot to talk about in the NBA. Let's get kind of our, our local teams uh, covered, and then let's just kind of overview this Ben Simmons thing quick because some people might not know about this. Right. Um, Orlando Magic. Magic go to San Antonio. They lose 123-97. to 97. Ugly, ugly way Not to the start way you want to start a season. season. Not at uh, all. Do have the home opener tomorrow, though, against the New York Knicks. New York Knicks winning a double overtime thriller against the Boston Celtics over at MSG. Mo Bamba leading the way for the Magic with 18 points, four rebounds, four assists. You would expect for him with Wendell Carter uh, to have a good chemistry there on the interior. So we'll see how they do against the Knicks team, who honestly played very well on the perimeter. Uh, so going to be an interesting matchup. Evan Fournier's return to the Amway Center mm. after spending a— Fan favorite. 
Yeah, after spending half a season with Boston and now with the Knicks, 32 points in that double overtime game. How many as well. years was he in Orlando? Oh, boy. Why are you putting me on the spot like that? You're a magic guy. I know. I don't have it off the top of my head. Right. Um, he was there for a while, though. But um, for him, it'll be a return home coming off 32 points in that overtime win against the Celtics. Miami Heat, they're going to open their season later tonight when they host the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks at 8 p.m. And they'll play again on Saturday on the road at the Pacers. Ben Simmons controversy. Mm-hmm. A lot going on. Let's take it's about all a, I can think about the past week. A minute or two. It's probably because we've been talking about it nonstop. <laughs> yeah. um, Mark, what was the, or Jenna, actually, what was the latest update today? The latest update is that he came to practice and was complaining of back tightness, which he did get checked out by the trainers, and they cleared him to practice, and he mm-hmm. was like, all right, thank you for clearing me, but I, I got to go. Yes, so then he left. left. So he left the uh, practice facility. So we've had, he's gone to practice with a cell phone in his pocket and was texting. Then we had a, I'm not going to go in a drill and Doc Rivers threw him out of practice to, I'm, my back's hurting, I'm not going to play in the drill. After he requested a trade in the offseason. So and he does not want to be there. He's already been fined over $1.3 million, um, for a $35 million player. That's a lot. I don't know a team that's going to pick up that contract, um, but we'll see what happens. Now, for or, those of you that don't know, really interesting to take a look at. Or just him in general. After all this, it's yeah. like, is, he, is it worth all the, I mean, he can't shoot. Well, and you know, Daryl Morey actually came out, the president of the Sixers, and said, this is what it's going to be. If we if we are not going to get our player that we want in Philadelphia, this saga will continue for four years. Wow. So he wow. has put his foot in the ground. Bold strategy, Cotton. Yeah. We'll see what happens Very on true. that one. Mm. And a more positive note. Let's shift, <laughs> let's shift over. Actually, you know what? Before we go on, uh, Lakeland Magic had the yeah. chance to go to the Partner Summit in Orlando just the other day. Hear more about the Magic organization. A lot of great stuff they're doing over there. Lakeland Magic start up their season as well, November 5th and November 6th. So the home opener and the banner night, November 5th and 6th respectively, tickets are on sale. Mm-hmm. So you can go get them. Go to lakelandmagic.com to find out more. Um, and also be prepared. It's going to be a lot of people at that game. It's going to be safe and it's going to be exciting. Um, to welcome home our returning champions, our returning mm-hmm. G League champions. Yeah. Speaking of returning champions, see I was just trying to set up Great a segue. segue. Great two, segue. Two today. So I can kind of take off next week. On the NHL side, Tampa Bay Lightning um, playing Florida. I mentioned this in the office. I think the Florida Panthers are the team to beat in that You're division. right. You're right so far. I think they are just – thank you. It's very early in the season, yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. so. But, but he is correct. You are right so far. I am so far. I'm looking great. Uh, <laughs> Tampa and Florida played Tuesday night in Tampa. 4-1 win for the Panthers. Spencer Knight playing in goal. Sam Reinhardt um, had a great game for Florida, had two assists. Tampa Bay, next game, a potential Stanley Cup final preview when they host the uh, Colorado Avalanche wow. on Saturday. So you're going back on your Florida Panthers prediction. Yep. No, 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 I'm not. I think the Florida Panthers are going to go to the Stanley Cup final. What most people are saying is okay. that the Lightning are going to play the Avalanche in the Stanley Cup final. I understand. If you were a betting man, that would be your that would be I'm your not bet. a betting man. Neither am I. Um, Good. Because I would lose every bet. Wow. On the Florida Panthers side, uh, obviously, big win against the Lightning. The Panthers are going to play the Avalanche tonight in another potential Stanley Cup final preview. So Look at that. that. <laughs> wow. Is that? Threw you for a loop on it that really one, did. huh? Um, so a lot of good stuff on the NHL side. Two Florida teams that are in the same division, and it is going to be fun to watch them throughout the year, particularly as they battle for playoff positioning, because they both will make the playoffs. And hopefully you get a matchup in the playoffs where you can yeah, have a that series. series last year actually was tough just because of how young Florida was, but now they've added some veteran players, some good third-line, fourth-line players. It's going to be really tough for Tampa to match up to them. When we come back, 
we are going to get more local. Obviously, we'll talk about Mark's alma mater, Southeastern. Jenna, your alma mater as well, Weber. And we'll talk about a lot of the other local colleges as well as the local events we have coming up in the month of October and into November. Please stick around. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central. Talking sports with the guys from Polk County Sports Marketing and Tourism. We do it every Thursday from 5 until 6. It's brought to you in part by Hall Communications. I don't see anybody playing air guitar, but this was one that was just made for it. Your host is Ryan Buckley. Eric, you got them going now. They they are jamming out now. More cowbell. Well, (laughs) (laughs) there it is. Marky Mark on the cowbell, Jenna on the drums, Ryan sitting observing. Uh, Welcome back to Sports Central. Instructing. Instructing. Thank you. Uh, Talk Radio, Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. Guys, fun show so far. A lot of fun. Always a fun time. Always good to have the trio back. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Jenna's awesome. really, you guys are really just, excited to be just here. as enthused as I am. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm prepping myself for the name I'm going to have to say. Ah, so oh, let's what if you don't go get that name? right to you, Jenna. Oh, no, we're not. I see oh. what you're saying. Mark, we'll go to you. Uh, okay. Talk about, we're going to do um, some local updates. Talk about Southeastern University. You did go there, your alma mater. Um, give us an update from Southeastern. Yeah, so Southeastern Fire volleyball freshman Sandy Cow really continues to impress as she was named the Sun Conference Attacker of the Week for the fourth time this season. She ended the Fires 3-0 week with 39 kills, 41 digs, and 5 service aces. She's also 6th in the nation with 350 kills on the season. Wow. wow. Very, very yeah. impressive. Let's stick with alma maters and let's stick with volleyball. Jenna, tell us about Weber International's men's beach volleyball team. Yeah, so most recently they won the Myrtle Beach Collegiate Open um, over the weekend. The pairing of senior Chris Ludwig and sophomore Gunter Pereira Cuevedo. Um, sealed the deal for the Weber International wow. University men's beach volleyball team as they reached the finals and won the first edition of that tournament. Um, next, the Warriors will travel to Clearwater Beach to participate in the East End Volleyball Tournament this um, coming weekend, October 23rd and Sunday, October 24th at 8 a.m. And also a uh, shout out, the uh, Weber women's soccer team had their senior night. So shout oh, out to them. Oh, very nice. Very I'm not nice. sure how it ended, but I, I can figure that out while we... Yes. Yeah. Do uh, do that real quick, and then we'll make sure we give the appropriate. And and Jenna, that's not only an alma mater for you, but that's a former team. You're an alumni of the team as well. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good stuff there. Um, Polk State women's soccer responded from their second loss of the season with three straight wins. They are 14-2. and two. They are in fuego. Cruising. Yeah. Oh, I remember when we played them. It, they're so good. Tough, right? Yeah, very... <laughs> Uh, the latest win came against Daytona State College, 4-0. Uh, Reza Lugo scored two more goals, added an assist, giving her, you ready for this one, 24 goals on the season, which is double the number of games. She's averaging two goals per game in the game she's that's played insane. in. That's madness. That's efficient. That is a lot. That's that's a lot of, I mean, I would love to know the amount of shots she has because okay. that's probably even more staggering to think yeah. of how many opportunities she's getting. We can get that's that next incredible. week. <laughs> Excellent. Write that down. Yes, yeah, so let's get that next week. And I do stuff. have the uh, score. Yeah. So Weber, they actually won. They beat Ave uh, Maria 3-2 to two today. So what? they won their senior oh, cool. night. Awesome. Yeah. What a way to close out the year for them. Yep, Our, and they are currently 10-2-1. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah, senior night. Yeah. 10-2-1. That's the best save. That's a great So record. they're going yeah, to be a, in contention for a postseason spot, mm-hmm. both in the conference tournament and maybe the national tournament as well. Yeah, potentially. They're doing super great this year, so I'm super that, excited. That is fantastic stuff there, guys. And speaking of fantastic stuff, we have had so many events going on in the community, in market. 
Orange Cup Regatta, as we mentioned this past weekend. Um, but there's a plethora of other events before we end the month of October. This weekend, there's going to be like five or six events happening just this weekend. It's like I looked at the calendar of events before we got on. I was like, we are slammed before the end of the month. Yeah, six of events happening this weekend. Nuts. Jenna, <laughs> talk about the first one. So um, upcoming, we have the SSC versus GSC crossover, which is the South Region Sunshine Conference. Um, that is a basketball tournament that will be held at the Advent Fieldhouse, or sorry, the Advent Health Fieldhouse over in Winter Haven. Excellent. And then, Mark, what's going on at RP? Over at RP is the Florida Elite Cheer Competition. That's October 23rd, again, at RP Funding Center. In Lakeland. <laughs> Watch do another one. That was a quick one. <laughs> what? Give us the next two as well. Yeah, so youth, uh, Perfect Game has their Youth Fall Nationals October 22nd through the 24th. Uh, that'll be at the Lake Myrtle Sports Complex in Auburndale. And then the Lake Region Fall Classic, hosted by Lake Region, will be at Lake Region High School October 22nd through October 24th. Excellent. Now, over in our neck of the woods by our offices in Auburndale at Lake Myrtle Sports Complex, FYSA ODP Boys and Girls Tryouts, that's Florida Youth Soccer Association, taking place over at Lake Myrtle. And USFA, United States Fast Pitch Association, going to be using the Bartow Softball Complex and Westside Complex in Bartow and Lakeland, respectively. Jenna, a sport that I wish I could try out for and play and excel at. Uh, talk about what's going on at Simpson Community Center. Yep, so upcoming um, at Simpson Community Center, they have many of these events um, all throughout the year at different, you know, we have the spring, the fall, the summer. But this is the Lakeland Table Tennis Fall Classic Open. So it's a table tennis tournament that, like you said, will be held at Simpson Park Community Center. That will be next weekend, October 29th through the 30th. So many events. We could talk about a ton more. We just simply don't have the time. But shout out to our team that's able to recruit these events and also help facilitate these events as well as our partners throughout the county. Listen, if you want to find out about more events that are going on in the community, go to www.centralfloridasports.com. Also, make sure you check out visitcentralflorida.org. If you just want to talk to us, give us a call, 863-551-4750. For Jenna, for Marky Mark, this is Ryan Buckley. Apparently, we're going to soak up the sun, according to the music that's playing right now. Join us next week on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7.